Welcome to Pink Girl Podcast. I'm Alicia Clayton, your host. This is a podcast about women's stories and all things girl power. Welcome. We are recording. This is episode two of Pink Girl Media video version. And today I have Ashley and Rachel from Bright Siebel Marketing. I'm so excited. Welcome, guys. Ladies. Thanks for having us. Yes. Hey, thank you. Happy to be here. Yes, so I'll just have you you two introduce yourselves and your business and maybe your backgrounds. Cool, Great. sounds good. Sure, um, Ashley Spurlock. I'm uh, from Colorado, um, but moved to Utah when I was in high school. I have a little toddler. Um, I have about 13 years of experience in marketing. Um, about a year ago, I moved from the corporate world to do more home-based work and start Bright Zebra Marketing with Rachel. So. My, um, I love reading Diet Coke and skiing. So yeah, that's about me. Did you say singing? No, skiing. You know what though? I do wish, literally if I could pick a talent, that's what it would be. Rachel's like, I didn't know this about you. (laughs) I was just going to be like, that's a bold faced lie. (laughs) (laughs) I do do sing at home a lot. It's not good. This is awesome. It's not good. She's like, liar. (laughs) Thanks for calling me out, though. I just teasing. I'm sure you didn't say singing. <laughs> I heard singing. That's awesome. Is your audio okay, Rachel? <laughs> <laughs> oh, I hear you loud and clear. Okay, <laughs> oh, that's awesome. <laughs> How well does your best friend know you? This tell us about your. T- tell us about your fake talent, Rachel. My fake talent. <laughs> I have so many. Where do I begin? <laughs> Um, I actually just earlier today had to demonstrate, um, my like life hack for how to like easily pit a bell pepper for my team at work. Nice. That's the coolest thing that's happened to me lately. That is very random. You're good at that. I don't know why they all needed to know that. How did that come up? I mean, I don't want to go too far tangent here, but every week we have like a department-wide metrics meeting where we talk about how the company is performing and how mm-hmm. the market is performing. And then um, at the end, we usually share, we usually have people give trip reports of where they've been traveling, but we can't sure. do that right now. Because the last time we did that, so everybody Trip reports, that. bell peppers. Yeah, I've not seen the connection yet, but I'm excited to see it. <laughs> So what they decided to do was to have a few people share like one cool thing and they said it could be like a hobby or a life hack or like a And the first thing that popped in your mind was bell bell pepper. Listen, listen, there is very little cool about my life right now. (laughs) And so I was like, I don't know what the F I'm going to share, but I will, so I gave them two options. I was like, I'll either show you some of my artwork because I used to have an art business. that's okay. That's cool. cool. That's way I'll, cool. Or I'll show you how to get a bell pepper, and they chose bell pepper. Well, that's rude. You shouldn't have given them a choice. <laughs> well, I didn't know what. I will be showing my art. Were you like, hold up? I have a bell pepper in my fridge right now. I have it ready to go. Okay, I'll have a demo this for is you. The best and episode also, ever. Also, if you go to my personal Instagram, Rachel.Blaine, <laughs> you can see my highlight of how it is, and it's actually pretty dang cool. Okay. Mm-hmm. Yes. Got some promotion in there. I can't wait. I can't wait to see how you open a banana with with no hands, and <laughs> oh. and an apple just like split in half. 
Yeah. Yes. I actually do have a cool way to open a banana. <laughs> I used to work at Coldstone when I was, when I was oh, uh, yes. younger. And this is awesome. We learned very efficient ways to do that. Excellent. Okay. <laughs> it's good to know. Myself now that okay. everybody is, thinks I'm the lamest person in the world. No. <laughs> awesome. Um, hi, my name is <laughs> and I have, <laughs> I am a mom of an almost 18 month old boy named Dax and he's like the cutest guy ever. And I am from Southern California originally. I lived in Utah for a long, long time though. And I have, um, been working in the high tech industry for over 10 years, um, in mar different marketing professions. So, um, let's see what things that I enjoy, um, alone time, bathtub, <laughs> um, pedicures, books. I used to enjoy books. I don't have a lot of time for, I listen to books now, but I think the act of reading books is Ashley and I are both English, both have English degrees. Oh yes. We're big into reading. Um, awesome. And, uh, no wonder we're friends. We were I know. friends. Kindred spirits. I Coke and reading and there's yeah. platinum. Come on. Yes. I'm, I am a Coke Zero drinker. I hate Diet Coke. I think it's disgusting. Um, and you I don't have to say it though. It's okay. <laughs> I prefer regular Coke, but I'm into like Coke Zero these days because of my hips. <laughs> awesome. We will still like you. It's oh, fine. fine. Yeah, we will. It. We do. I'm not in the DC club. Sorry. It's okay. It's okay. Coke Zero is pretty good. <laughs> yes. So you guys, how did you two meet? <clears throat> Ooh. Because you were doing Point. your own things. Yeah. We, we actually worked together. How long has it been? Has it been five or six years? Uh, 2014. February 2014. Okay. Um, I actually helped interview Ashley for a job at the company I was working at. Cool. And I interviewed her. We had interviewed a lot of duds. And uh, I told the hiring manager, like, this is your I girl. I don't remember that. Hire her. This is your girl. Love it. Yeah. I just said, she's the one you have to hire her. Um, and it was like a, it was a content marketing position at the time. And anyway, so we worked together for several years and just, we were actually counterparts and almost pitted against each other because we were like, it's almost like our teams it's were like story. Really weirdly competing. What? But we were counterparts, so we were doing the same job, but for different teams. Yeah. Teams, yeah. Personas. And um, so we just would have to meet. We decided we were going to start to meet regularly with each other just to, like, touch base. And because we started doing that, like, it kind of came to light, the feelings about the competition. And then we were just like, we're not going to do that. Love and that. I, it took a long time, but eventually I wore Ashley down and she started to trust me. And <laughs> That's true. That's actually true. And, and then we became really good friends, and we have been ever since. Love this. You were meant to be enemies, but no, no. Mm. Yes. Blonde, brunette, yin and yang. I don't know. <laughs> Could go either way. So what made you do, take the jump together and say, hey, let's break out on our own, do our own marketing company? It's a good story, actually. Yes, that story spans many, many years. Um, I, I think we calculated it the other day, five years ago, maybe. So what, if we've known each other for six years, it would have been a year after we met, maybe. We were in Cleveland, um, Ohio at um, Content Marketing World, actually. Um, and we were at this like terrible wing place. Like there was like nowhere to eat near our hotel and we're like starving. And so we're sitting there and it's like super loud and the food is so gross. And we were just talking about, 
raining? Oh, I don't remember if it was raining. I just remember like the the table was sticky. It wasn't <laughs> good. But they had Coke. I think they had Coke. Yeah, and that was why we chose that's how we choose places to eat. <laughs> if it has Pepsi, we're not going. <laughs> <laughs> okay. Yeah. Yeah. So and Love we were this. just sitting there and we were we were talking about work and then um the conversation came up, you know, I think I threw out there like if we ever wanted to go out on our own, like we should start we should start an agency, like yeah. a marketing agency, like we could kill it. And Rachel at that time was living in Miami. So maybe it was a little bit sooner than five years. I don't know. And I was pregnant. I didn't well, know it. Five years since I moved there, if you could believe it. Oh, okay. So maybe it was, maybe that was your first like work travel after you moved maybe. But, um, so I was pregnant, Rachel was in Miami and I was still living in Utah and it just kind of, the conversation kind of fizzled. And, you know, I, I the way she presented it, I was like, I didn't think she was serious, but I, in my mind, I was like, that would be dope. That'd be dope. But I we see. didn't, I guess at that point, we didn't really know each other that well, mm -hmm. like for a year. Yeah. 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 And then Rachel, you pick up the rest. Yeah. Okay. So then, um, I was, my journey while I was in, um, uh, Miami, my husband was in PA school and it was very grueling. So I was like by myself a lot in a high rise apartment working from home. Nobody else was there. I didn't have like friends. I had some friends, but I didn't have like a close friendship or like support group near me. And I was literally, it was probably one of, it was during like one of the hardest times of my career. Um, and I was kind of losing my mind. I was just like feeling stuck in my job and I needed a creative outlet. And so I decided to start doing some artwork and long story short that I created a, an art business and it went pretty well. I was doing custom illustrations. Um, oh, I did it for almost two years. I did it. And um, that I was literally staying, I would work all day and I would stay up till three in the morning drawing. And then I would go to sleep and I would wake up and do the whole thing over again. And I was completely energized by it because I had like a creative thing to do and I was in the flow. And it was like saving my attitude at work because at work I was just like, anyway, so I went, long story short, I went to, I, I needed to figure out how to scale the art business. And I, so I went to, we, when we moved back to Utah, I went to Allison's brand school. I had just gotten pregnant and it was like, as soon as I found out I was pregnant, I was like, I have to start a business, a better business right now. Yes. Because I like, I, I know now that I want to be able to I need to be able to keep working and I yeah. want to be able to keep working. Like I need it for me. I don't need it yes. for, for, you know, my husband works, but I need it for me. And, but I also want to be with my son and I want to have control over my schedule. And so yeah. I need to figure out a way to make this art business work. And so I went to Allison's brand school with my mom and, um, who also was working on something at the time. And while I was there, I was thinking about, I already kind of started thinking about like, what do I have to offer the world that like could actually become a, a fruitful business? Because trading my artwork for money was kind of like, it was a really fun hobby. Mm -hmm. And I didn't really make a lot of profit from it when it came to like purchasing materials and the time that it was taking me to do it. Um, so while I was there, I met like a hundred different female entrepreneurs and I was starting to talk to them and I realized 
they're here to learn how to like create a, a good, like create a good brand structure for their business. But they have like, they don't know the next pieces to that, which is marketing. And I just happen to be highly, highly um, trained in marketing. And I have a lot of experience. I'm like, I can teach. They need me. These yeah. women need me. I have something to offer. I can help. And so after that, I, um, I, Ashley and I met for, I was thinking about it for a little while and Ashley and I ended up meeting for lunch one day, I think when I was like eight months pregnant mm -hmm. and I was like, Hey, so, um, I'm going to do this. I'm going to start this business doing this. Do you want it in? And she was like, um, yeah, definitely. So at that, awesome. at that point I was like really ready to build something of my own. I, I had a two year old at home and I was ready for that flexibility. Yeah. And I was kind of making a plan of like, how am I going to do that? How am I going to not be nine to five anymore? You know? Yeah. Yeah. And, um, it's like, it's been extra, I think difficult for us because our, our, our industry is high paying and we've had really good careers. Yeah. And so it will take us a long time to get to a point where, you know, to build a business, to replace our incomes. Yeah. And, um, so it's kind of overwhelming, but, uh, both of us feel that passion so much and we want to be, we want that for ourselves. But when we like look at our why as to what we're doing, we realize what we want to do is, is, is create a new world where it's a, it's normal for women to have the best of both worlds. Yes, it's normal for women to be able to work and control their schedules and contribute to society in the ways that they want to contribute while also feeling like they are amazing moms and able to be with their kids in the way that they want to be with their kids. Love, yeah. love, love that. Yeah. I love too that you both were pregnant during big transitions. Like I yeah. remember applying for a job eight months or seven months pregnant, eight months with my third. And like the guy who's interviewed me was like, what, what are you doing? <laughs> like he couldn't come out and be like, yeah, no. I was like, but he was like, <laughs> well, yeah, he, well, he did was like, oh, are you like expecting? I was like, yeah, anyway, back to where we are, you know, and yeah. I think he was just like, what? I think there might be something for type A women that like is <laughs> more motivating than finding out you're going to be pregnant and like, yeah, yeah, down for what a are you going to do about it? Right? Yeah. Like, you're yeah. like, oh, like, we got to be creative. Yeah. We've got to get the ball rolling. <laughs> Find some solutions here, people. Yeah. Yeah, like yeah. some oh. people, some people nest, which is awesome. No, no, I come up with new business plans. Yeah, yeah <laughs> my nesting was not the house. It was same work. Absolutely. Yeah. Isn't that funny? So, yeah, yeah. So, so when I was eight months pregnant, I was like, okay, but I, I guess I shouldn't start it now because, you know, it was like- I got something going on. Yeah. But like, so actually when I was three months postpartum, we decided to like meet after I was done with maternity leave. And when I was almost three months postpartum, we met again and um, we just were like, let's do it. And we created our Instagram account and we got a logo design and it's been almost, it's been a little bit over a year. Okay. Yeah. Awesome. Well, and I love too, that you both, that your company, your business markets towards those mompreneurs. Like you yeah. were saying, yeah. we can have the best of both worlds. It seems really hard right now, but there's got to be hope that we can get there. Right. Yeah. I'm super passionate about that too. Yeah. And yeah. so in our minds, the way that we do this is by helping other women build successful businesses. Like Love we need that. to help other women make enough money so that they can do that and yeah. have local businesses. And we, we have, um, a lot of experience and the tools to, to help other women do that. So we, yeah. I feel very called to, 
to help sure. with. Yeah. Well, because so much of society tells us like you have to choose, right? Yeah. But yet for men, it's not a matter of like, you can either have a career or be a parent. It's always just kind of both. So why can't it be that way for us? Yeah. We're going to get about your partner, right? And why can't it be more acceptable for a man who would rather be a home dad? To do it. My husband would rather do that. And my husband would be better at doing the stay at home life. Too much pressure. Yeah. To to be a provider. Yeah. Yeah. I think the best advice I've heard about that is you can have everything you want, just maybe not all at the same time immediately, right? You have to build it step by step and um, really prioritize what those things are. Yeah. 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 I agree. So now it does take a certain amount of sacrifice. Mm -hmm. And yeah, um, I'm a a big believer in times and seasons. For sure. Yeah. For sure. Exactly. That could be the the trigger bin of being pregnant. That's the season. That's the kickoff for the season, right? right. Yeah. Well, and, and I feel like, you know, when I stopped teaching and kind of shifted my career, it was like a loss. It was like mourning. Yes. Oh, yes. Have you, Absolutely. Have you felt that too, where you're like, you almost mourn your dreams a little and you feel yes. like, who am I yeah. now being home? Yeah. That's a whole nother podcast episode oh, yeah. because I could talk for days about it. Yeah. Totally. Same. Yeah. And I feel like postpartum, like I struggled really badly with postpartum after each, well, two of the three. And it was just like, like the, the wheels were turning, like, how can I like survive and thrive and nah. Yeah. Yeah. I'm, I think during my, during my um, maternity leave, I had, I had kind of, you know, hoped to, I was, I was, I was nervous about going back. My maternity leave was really short too. It was like seven weeks Mm. and I was super nervous about going back, but I think going back is what helped me come out of it. You know, that helped me a lot. You know, what's really interesting is both Ashley and I, um, we used to talk before we both had kids. We used to talk about how it was hard for us to imagine having kids because we love working. And then we wanted kids. It was like, I don't know. I don't want to stop working though. And then right. we have to fight against all these cultural stigmas of like, yeah. if you're working, then you can't be a good mom. If you're working, then somebody else is raising your child, yeah. you know, which is false by the way. Um, but you know what I mean? Like there's all those stigmas attached to it. And we were both fighting that, especially, you know, here in Utah where we live. Yes. Um, Huge so cultural barriers. Yeah. Both of us were like, I would never want to stop working. Mm-hmm. And then once Ash Ashley got pregnant first and when she had her son, you know, she going back to work helped her, but then she also, it like flipped something in her. She was like, okay, like I need something. I don't want to stop working, but I can't keep working this way. This way. Yeah. yeah. Love yeah. that. And, um, I know it's, it's really, we're really lucky because we live in a place in a day and age where companies are trying to be more female friendly and trying to be more yes. family friendly. Um, you know, like the companies that we've worked at have great maternity leave policies and they have, um, they have, uh, mother's lounges there where you can pump and privacy love that. Closet or in the bathroom stall, Yay! Yeah. <laughs> but it's still not good enough. Mm-hmm. Yeah. It's still not, still enough. not enough. So yeah. that's why we have to make it work for ourselves. So you and both work full time and then Bright Zebra is your side hustle. Yeah. Well, so Rachel has a corporate full-time job right now okay. and I work, I do freelance writing. Um, oh, I just got this message, um, that it's been upgraded. Great. Um, the, I, I do freelance writing like pretty much 
full time. Okay. Home. So okay. I just, um, I moved from a nine to five office building to a like work all the time at home. <laughs> but I it's eat- so great. Cause I, you know what, it's, it's so awesome. nice to eat lunch with my toddler. It's so nice yeah. to put him down for a nap. You know, if I, I can move meetings to what works better for our schedule and it's yeah. just, well, it's, and I think it's hard, but it's us, worth it. Don't, uh, I think all three of us use sitters too, right? Yeah. Well, well, we were talking yeah. about this before, right? Yeah. I was uh, telling you before we started, like on a week where I had a, a bunch of work, I would hire a sitter. Right. And now during Corona, it's, like, it's a little more difficult. Right. And I have <laughs> yeah. one too. And I've had to be like, I, I'm sorry when this comes yeah. down, I'll support you. But, ah. but yeah. I think that's a cute, huge thing to tell women in business is it's okay to hire help and it's good and it's healthy, even if you work from home, even, you got to have your, your time. (laughs) Yeah. There's a local. Have my sister living with me. Yeah. Rachel has the best setup. And help you. That's awesome. Yes. And not only I pay her, but I also, and I pay for her living expenses and it's mutually beneficial right now. You know, and now she's just stuck here because of COVID. She can't go anywhere. Yeah. <laughs> it's like quarantine's the best um, thing that's happened for you. Yeah. So I'm, I, I'm, I am not hating quarantine, but I mean, I, I, I say that with as much sensitivity as I can, knowing that it's yeah. really hard for other people. Sure. Absolutely. Hard for me too, but it's also given me the opportunity to be home more, which I love, yeah. but I still have to be, I work all day, almost every day. Oh, yeah. I work from eight or nine in the morning till 11, sometimes two in the morning. Yeah. And, um, I take, I take, you know, time at lunch to be with my son. I take time, um, after five until seven when he goes to bed to be with my son. And then sometimes I take time to reconnect with my husband, but I literally work all day, every day and I can't get as much things, as many things done as I need to without having a sitter. And I have had to, sometimes I feel like, you know, am I letting my sister raise my son? And I keep, I keep coming back to, of course I'm not. I make every decision for him and his life. It's all my, she does my wishes. And I, (laughs) I, oh, I'm serious. Like I decide what kinds of foods he eats. I decide what we teach him, what his schedule is. Um, I decide all of those things. That's me parenting him. And I am also very available and I am very present with him when I'm with him as far as like affection and spending time with him on the weekends. That is like my time for my son and my husband. And I never work on Sundays just so I can have that time. And yes, I wish I had more time. That's what we're working toward, but I am absolutely actively and presently raising my son. Nobody else. Yeah. Yeah. Love that. Do you feel like, what are some of the challenges that, um, you know, having your own company provides, I guess, is the word, mm. <laughs> offers? Yeah. I mean, the list is at us. distinguished. Um, yeah. Where do we start? Uh, right. <laughs> the top five. <laughs> I mean, it's, it's different when it's your own, when it's your own, like you should treat, like working in a corporate situation, obviously you should treat like those budgets like they're your own, of course. But it, it, it flips the switch a little bit higher when it's your own money mm-hmm. and you're, you're the one that's investing. Um, we, we tried to be really lean on a lot of things and we tried to make really smart decisions and really be calculated in like the tools we use or what we're going, you know, what we're going to target and all those things. And so I think the financial aspect can be sure. a challenge if you're maybe not used to that. Yeah. My, sure. um, 
I think for me, I'm an Enneagram type one. And for us, like, there's always just like, we have like a very difficult relationship with time. I never feel like I have enough and I get very jealous of like, and protective of my time. And so, um, and I'm just kind of, I'm so passionate about what I'm doing. Like, I can't wait to finish my day job so I can start on my night job with Bright Zebra. And um, I get very frustrated when I feel like we're not moving fast enough. And because we don't have a lot of time to put into it like we want to, we're not, it's not full time, it's part time, but I calculated it and I probably work, um, I probably work 15 to 20, 25 hours a week on Bright Zebra. Oh yeah. And, um, I just wish we were moving faster and I'm used to a faster moving pace because of my day job. And so for me, that's, um, that's really painful. And then feeling like every once in a while, I have to look at myself and be like, am I neglecting my family? Am I neglecting sure. my, more, more so my husband, because I think I'm really good about being present with my son, but then yeah. my husband needs me too. And, um, for sure. And, but he, but he's not the type of person to just like come out and say it. Yeah. So I kind of have to stop and, and, and then sometimes there are things that happen that I get irritated that they're getting in my way of getting some something done for bright zebra and stuff like that. So, um, for me, timing has been the, the hardest yeah. part. I, I think to that point, um, when we were talking before this call, we, we talked about how we, um, we both live by our calendars, like just live and die by the calendar, right? Whatever that block of time is for, that's what we have to yeah. apply. Focus it on. Yeah. 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 Even though I hate living that way and I would rather just do whatever comes to my heart. I, I love it. it. But <laughs> I'm a huge fan. I appreciate having the structure because it's how I get results and how I get things yeah. done. Yeah. One thing that we have done um, recently that has helped a ton with this is we moved yeah. to A weeks and B weeks in our business. So now instead of just taking um, uh, client calls all the time, like anytime, we only take them um, every other week. So we've got them all onto a schedule now where um, one week we do, we dedicate that week to doing the client calls and the coaching work. And then the next week is all an implementation week. It's an implementation week for our clients mm-hmm. to get all the stuff done that we've like talked about achieving and then our cool. do list. That's but brilliant. it's also an implementation week for us so that we can, um, uh, so that we get can our stuff done. work on our list. Content, yeah. Like, yeah. Get our, we're, you know, we're trying to build a course. We're trying to start a podcast. We've got to build, we've got to batch our content for Instagram. We're trying to, um, move some, so like some tools around right now. And so we need that time to fo- like, I'm just the type of person I need. I need, I can't just connect and disconnect from work like in 30 minutes, right. you know what I mean? Like I need to have yes. I need to sit down hours and or sit down and do a project. I need to know I can yeah. get do deep work and be uninterrupted. Yes. So it, that switch to having the one week where we can do the implementation and batching content for the next week um, and stuff like that has helped. That's awesome. Yeah. Much. yeah. And how do you divide up like who does what, how has that worked out? That's a good question. Yeah. Um, Rachel handles most of our, uh, all of our social media. She's like the face of our IG. I'm trying to, uh, work up the courage to be more in front of the camera. So I saw your out. post the other day. That was awesome. Yeah, that's you cool. You yourself. Know, but I'm not, a, I should probably story it up. I haven't done that yet. Story it up. She's going to order a ring light. She's very nice. private. So it's, it's a little yeah. awkward. I'm a little bit, yeah, definitely more private than Rachel. I'm, that's okay. Yeah. I, yeah, it's totally fine. Um, 
And then um, I, well, we, we have a lot of like um, operations and financial stuff and that's usually in my court. Rachel does a lot of the creative direction and um, she's real like the type one part, she's really good at process. So like t creating templates and processes is like her, like where she shines and her magic. Um, yeah, did I miss anything, Rachel? Yeah, so yeah, so the only thing I would add to that is we just kind of split up the client work as well. So yeah. oh, okay. We 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 That's kind of the biggest both one doing, we were both both coaching um when we first got it started. It got got it when we first got started. And then I'm very hungry right now. And so my brain is like, <laughs> I, know, I get I know, I get you. Very, very get hungry. You. So <laughs> I told my mom, I was like Okay, we're social distancing. We are homeschooling. Global fasting. And now yeah. we're global fasting. Yeah. I don't know if I can take it. Nothing against fasting and yeah. prayer. I'm all about it. But like, yeah. totally. We, we, I have noticed that when I get extra hungry, I can't focus as well. And my brain just starts to like give out on me. I have to, I can't shop if I'm hungry. Like, right. I, must be fed. I must be fed. I will just they, get grumpy and be yeah. like, I'm here and Same. I'm that's why I told the kids I'm done homeschooling. I think because of the, it was the hunger speech. That was today. Oh, that was today. That was yeah, today. That makes, so you know, it may not be permanent. <laughs> yeah, I think Monday you're going to feel refreshed. Yeah. I think you're going to feel refreshed. Okay, yes. So, um, so Rachel's right. The, the client, we split client work. At the beginning, it was two on one. That's a lot. That's a lot. Oh, yeah. Yeah. So it was a lot for us. And then we started to feel like, we, you know, it's really nice to have both of our brains because we both have different strengths. Yeah. Um, it's really nice to have both of our brains on a project, but um, the client work, in order for us to scale, we had to split it up. But also, we just didn't want to intimidate people by being two on one. Yeah. So right, right. A bit more intimate and, and I think safer feeling. And so that's. Yeah. Because do you do any done for you service or are you doing more of the coaching side? Mm. We do. We, we did just wrap up with a client where we did. Um, a lot of extra work for them. And, um, we, we don't usually do that. Mm, yeah. This was a special circumstance and, and a, like a friend of ours. And so yeah. we did that for them, but we, we, most of the time we do coaching and we, we give you our frameworks. We teach you our processes. We coach you and tell you exactly how to do it. And sometimes I'll step in and help. Like we'll step in and edit or we'll give mm -hmm. you feedback and things like that. Yeah. But the whole point of us coaching is to help women learn how to do this for themselves. Yeah. So if we are doing it for them. And I know some people would rather just pay somebody to do right, it. Right. Right. But when it comes to your business and your marketing strategy, you have to learn how to do that for yourself. Unless you're going to hire a full-time FTE to do that. Like, yeah. You just have to um, learn how to do this for yourself because it's going to change as you over time, and you yeah. need to know how to know how to go back and update it yourself mm. um, and do it yeah. quickly. Yeah, you can't just do it once and be successful. If you are in it for the long haul, you're going to need to learn those principles, and that's that's the whole point of our business, right? Is teaching them and empowering them to do that again, to do that again and again, right? So they don't have to um, hire someone every time or, yeah. Although I suppose if you wanted to hire us forever, that's fine sure. too. That's fine too. They wanted that. Yeah. So do you, somewhere. do you focus more on product based, um, or service based businesses? We have clients with both. Would yeah. you say Rachel? Yeah, we do have clients for both, but I think what we're finding is, um, our preferred audience is, either selling digital products, which could be, um, mm -hmm. like you could, cons you, you could 
you could call your coaching a digital product and, um, and you have, uh, you may sell like digital courses and things like that. So like right. digital products or physical products. Okay. Mm-hmm. Yeah. yeah. And are, is there a wide range of like ideal clients you have, or do you have like one kind of niche. I know I went to one of your trainings and it was awesome. That's how we met. And you talked about like finding, like talking to your ideal client. Um, Do you feel like you guys have just one or more than one? Well, right. Yeah. Go ahead, Ashley. Oh, I was just say right now for sure. We, we just have one and it's kind of what we taught in that workshop, which is, um, they're people like us. They are, they're moms with small businesses that, and it's, it's pretty targeted. And we have, um, a a persona written out where we, we know exactly what their pains are. We've vetted that through our audience and through other Mm -hmm. people that we know. Um, we feel, we feel really clear on what they struggle with and how we can solve their pains. Yeah. Yeah. And specifically for, um, we've been, we've been working on niching down even further and sometimes yeah. it takes some time to figure that out. Sure. Trial yeah. and error, but, um, specifically coaching other coaches and those who have, who, um, produce like a physical product that they have. Yeah. So like specifically women who to do a lot of selling on Instagram and things like that. Yeah. Yeah. Well, and you guys do a fantastic job on Instagram, especially, I mean, as an Instagram strategist, I love to follow people who do well at Instagram and you guys are one of them, oh, but that's all fantastic Rachel. content. I, yeah. I have invested a lot in learning Instagram. Mm-hmm. I have taken Allison for, uh, Brent, Allison Faulkner. I do for you. you yeah. course. Mm-hmm. I have taken, um, two courses from Anna is the worst. I have like, I have really invested in that and I feel like that's something that if you want to build up your Instagram that everyone should do. Yeah. 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 Absolutely. Well, Instagram is where so many of us buy and sell now. Yeah. Yeah. And, um, I've noticed a lot of people are moving from, they're staying in Facebook groups, but they're moving over to Instagram Mm -hmm. and that's the place to be right now. Yeah. Yeah. Is that kind of what you guys are seeing? Yeah. Especially for our target market. It depends on your, what product you're selling and who they are. I, I was talking to a client last night and her, her persona is not on Instagram. They are on Facebook and LinkedIn. Oh, really? Um, it's like 55 yeah. year old men. So okay, you know, yeah. they're, they're not on Instagram. <laughs> sure. So it, it depends on who your persona is, but our persona is absolutely on Instagram. The mompreneurs that have business. Yeah. yeah. If, you're, if your audience is women, I think Instagram is definitely going to be in your channel mix. Yeah. If it's men, you're looking somewhere else. Yeah. Yeah. And it depends on what you're selling and you know, how, how they like to interact with your brand. Yeah. Well, and I think if you're younger than 50, your ideal client is younger than 50. They're, they're on Instagram. Wouldn't you say most, most, a lot of the time when it comes to like, or Rachel, go ahead. You look like you want to say something. I could be off. I'm just thinking through it. And I, you're the marketing experts, not me. (laughs) I think if it's a woman, that's a really safe bet. Absolutely. I think, I think okay. for men, especially men that are like older millennials and then o- a little bit older than millennials, they're not that active on, right. on right. Instagram. At um, least not with brands. They're maybe there for, they're for, they're there for other things. Sports. They're, not, they're there for sports. Yeah. 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 But if you're a woman entrepreneur, yeah. Younger than 50. Even, even if you're a woman who's not an entrepreneur, I think you're also interacting with other brands. Like the influencer scene is really big. For sure. And you're not, it's like, it's like, um, you're interacting with a brand, but not necessarily, right. It's a more personal connection. So, yeah. 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 And I think that Facebook groups are becoming, Facebook is being used 
more so as like a, a perk that you get when you work with someone. Mm, Yes. A community. Yes. You go by a community, community on Facebook. And so I think that's where Facebook is going right now. Yeah. Um, And less so about like the daily posts on your own page. Yeah. Yeah. Agreed. Well, I think the the great thing about Instagram is it's the, it's the idea of like a picture speaks a thousand words, you know, and yeah. stories are huge right now. I'm sure yeah. you're seeing that too. Everybody's watching videos and stories yeah. behind the scenes and they want to see realness. They don't want to see the perfectly curated stuff all the time. Right. Is yeah. that kind of what you guys are seeing too? Yeah. Well, and that's just, just broad-based marketing. Like video is huge everywhere. If you have video on your website, you're going to have more of an interaction with the, with the viewer, with the audience. It's it makes sense that stories are so popular mm. from a marketing perspective. And do you see that continuing for a while or oh, yeah. dying and, out? And okay. Yeah, absolutely. And shorter content or shorter. personalized content, anything that can be customized. And, and it feels, I think it feels more personal again, just on mm. Instagram when you're watching a story of someone like whatever they're doing, making dinner or showing you their backyard or showing you their behind the scenes process. It feels like you are their friend Yeah, with, with the ability to DM someone that's a huge thing. Right. You have access More to people reachable. that you didn't have before. Yeah. Right. You could, you could leave a comment on a blog a couple of years ago, but may, they may or may not respond, mm-hmm. but a DM feels like a higher chance of connection. Mm-hmm. Yeah. And if oh. you're responding to your DMs, you're, you can build your tribe a lot better. Yeah. I am working with a client right now who has a massive YouTube following and, yeah. um, but she also has a really popular blog and she, when I was working with her through um, her, like she was one of those clients and she's just doing way too much. Mm. And it's like holding her back from getting good at one, really good at one or two things and moving her business forward. And so um, when I was coaching with her um, the last two times that we met, I was talking like, what, where can we focus? And we did an audience survey of her audience, which she cool. got back over 800 responses oh my incredible God. amazing like that's that great data is incredible yeah. and um and her audience is mostly moms and women who are um really big into like productivity and organizing and things mm. like that trying to like get some more figure out how to be better at using their time and scheduling and things like that so she asked the question would you rather um, consume content in a video via audio or mm. reading. And yeah. we asked this, I told her to ask this question specifically because she wanted to identify as a writer and she didn't want to give up the blog. And I said, but your blog doesn't have like your YouTube is huge and mm. your blog is it. Yeah. And so like YouTube is where you're going to make money. Yeah. And so, um, when we, when she saw the results and I mean, the results were very firm that, even over audio, video was what they wow. were. Wow. Yeah. Video was what, and she didn't just pull her, um, she pulled Instagram, she pulled her email list, she pulled her blog list, and she pulled her, uh, her YouTube. YouTube so it was just YouTubers saying, yes, we want YouTube. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Videos. Across um, the board. Yeah. So being able to ask that question and find that out helped her realize, okay, I am wanting to, I want to be a writer and I'm spending all, she was spending hours writing blog posts, hours. And it wasn't paying off. Yeah. And I was mm-hmm. like, you've got to cut that time so you can focus on creating videos, which also take a long time to produce. A lot of writing right. too. Yeah. So gonna, you know, make the most impact. And her mindset was um, that 
if she did that, then she couldn't be a writer. I'm like, do you have to write the script for your YouTube video? You are still a writer. Yes. Yeah. It's that pivot idea. It is packaged differently. And so working through that anyway was really cool. But the point of this is video is huge. Women want it. And like, as much as those of us, like Ashley and I get it, we love to read a physical book. Yeah. But it's just time. I want time. something I can listen to while I'm doing something else. Please. Yeah. Totally. Or watch. Totally. <laughs> yeah. yeah. Well, I mean, even videos, like, I listen to videos. Yeah. 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 Well, yeah. and that's another trend as I'm seeing on Instagram. Everybody's watching stories on mute. So you've yeah. got to oh, have everybody. captions. Oh, yeah. 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 Like, probably 90% of the time from my own personal account, it's on mute. Oh, yeah. Because we're in our beds with kids or husbands sure. or whatever in the dark, like yeah, processing info. Yeah, in a public restroom. Yep. <laughs> Not anymore, but previously. just in this day and age, it's like there's so much information. We're sifting, sifting, sifting. Yeah. 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 And also, I feel like the captions because I feel because I can read faster than I can hear, right? I can see if this story is applicable to me. Yes. And then I will tap through if it's not, if, yeah. if the caption doesn't resonate. Exactly. Good point. Yeah. Well, this has been so awesome. Thanks for sharing your thoughts and some of your history. And um, yeah. it's always great to talk to other mompreneurs. I think it makes me feel like, oh, I. You know, it's hard to talk business with like yeah. family. I and even some of my friends, they're like, "Yeah, you're great," but eh. but yeah. to but to be able to talk to other mompreneurs who are in the same boat, who are feeling very similar, it always mm -hmm. is validating to be yeah, like, absolutely. "Okay, I feel the same." So thanks for having me. Yeah, absolutely. Yes, thank you. Yeah, so thank much. you so much. It was so fun talking to you. It was so great. We finally we we had a hard time connecting with all our schedules, but hooray! Yeah. I will definitely put your contact information. Yeah. below and people can reach out to you and you guys are offering are you still offering your we are your yes pack? yeah tell us what you're offering um so we have one more week in april where we're signing up clients for well we're not signing up clients we're signing up for freebies we have three freebie options you can awesome. sign up for a free 30 minute call for us we won't pitch to you um but you can pick a brand audit which is my personal favorite i think you get the most value Yes. Or you can pick a 30 minute call where you just ask us for marketing advice. Um, and then the third one, which that one's great too. And then the third one is content ideation. So if you're stuck with content ideation, like you need some ideas, we'll do a 30 minute brainstorm with you. Um, but again, my personal favorite, favorite is that brand audit. I feel like we brand get, audit, we yeah. kind of get all of that in one. So love that. Yeah. I think, I think the, um, the content ideation session. Yeah. Right. That's your favorite. That's true. I've <laughs> enjoyed the brand audits more and Rachel's enduring the, the content. I, but the important thing to know is that the reason that we're doing this is because of, I, we know times are hard yeah. with coronavirus and, and everything like that. And so we were just trying to find a way that we would, we could give back and help other female businesses right now. So we're just because of like sustainable, I mean, we did, um, we've done almost 20 calls. That's so awesome. Far, and that's very, very time consuming for us. And we're trying to give that back, but we, um, that's why we're not pitching to you. There's no strings mm -hmm. attached. Um, and we'll do something to see if we can help you get some more clarity in your business and your next steps. Um, and hopefully that can help some other businesses during this time. Yeah. It's, Love that. It's been super valuable. I think for a lot of people, that's, that's the feedback we've had. And it's been really fulfilling for me and Rachel. Like yes. it's just really filled our tank to to talk to all these different women and talk about their businesses and see how we can help them. It's been awesome. I love that. And thank you for offering that, especially at this time. I think 
we're all looking to yeah. get some help and connection and <laughs> pivot yeah. in our business. Yeah. So, well, thank you so much. I'll put your info below. Appreciate you both, ladies. Take thank care. Thank you so much. Thank you. We'll see you. Bye. Thanks for joining me on Pink Girl Podcast. Tune in next time.